Roxo Media House. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey everybody and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 64 and it is the year in review. This is the end of the year. We're going to wind this thing down. It's yeah. been a, it's been a fantastic year. It has been uh, on a lot of different fronts. Absolutely. Know, I, I know I know the the 68 wins weren't great, but <laughs> well, uh, besides that, yes. You know, there there's some good there's some good stuff. It was uh, uh as I see it as the year of change. Absolutely. There was a lot of a lot of a lot of things that don't look the same as they did on January first here today as uh, as they do now. Absolutely, especially in that front office where yeah. where and at the at uh, the manager level they they made changes there going into yeah. it. Yeah. Before we get into it, guys, we're, we figured it'd be fun to go back to some of the best moments of the year and do that. We're going to talk about the big league club and what's going on right now. That's what we have to do. Yeah. Obviously, the two big signings yesterday. This is Friday, by the way, and they introduced this, this, Andrew December Heaney. December sixteenth. Yeah. December sixteenth. They introduced Heaney yesterday. Yeah. What a great. It's really funny to me when you you get a mental picture. It happened with Jacob Degrom, and it ha- and it happened with Heaney. They stand up and they sh- they shake Chris Young's hand, and it looks like we've signed a five eight shortstop. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking. I was thinking yesterday, and yesterday, you know, the press conference was in the was in the media room. Right. So they're on a riser anyway, and our angle, it just looked like he was so short and, and Chris Young was so tall. And, you know, Heaney's like 6'1 or 6'2. He's 6'2, I think. So is so DeGrom. But, but, yeah, Chris there is is nine feet tall. And um, <laughs> it just it, – it, it is kind of funny. But um, he's uh, – he, I was really uh, impressed listening to, to Heaney. And, you know, I, <clears throat> I didn't bring this up, but – you know, the only other time I've really heard him talk was after Tyler Skaggs died, and uh, he was emotional. Then he was emotional, yeah. And, and you know, he he held his composure pretty well. But I mean, what a uh, that that obviously is not the, a window into the guy. But to to see him yesterday, he was really composed. He had a lot of smart things to say about where he is as a pitcher, and um, you know, he's from Oklahoma, and, and he's closer to home. Kind of sounds like. You know he's been in, in L.A. and in New York in his career, right? And uh, and now he's kind of back home, and <clears throat> I think it might be more his pace, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, we'll we'll see. You know, with, with, with all these guys, it's, we got to wait and see. But uh, to listen to him, he 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 definitely knows his craft, <laughs> and and it'll be interesting to see how he applies it. <laughs> well, what what he said yesterday that intrigued me. I mean, he's he is like Degrom. He's a strikeout guy. He, he's had a lot of strikeouts. Uh, compared to innings pitch. But he said something yesterday um, about uh, interjecting a, a changeup again, possibly, to get some more soft contact that would lead to not as many strikeouts, but going deeper in the games. Yeah. And that's yeah. something that, that Mike Maddox talked about. And maybe that's something they're telling these guys, even for Jacob DeGrom, who can, who's got 102 in the back of his pocket there. Yeah. Um, you know, let's work this stuff in where you're not having to strike. You know, strikeouts are great, but strikeouts are really great in a situation where you need the strikeout. Sure. You don't have to go. You Darvish used to go out and try to strike everybody out. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but he was also willing to go 195 pitches <laughs> if you would let him because he had a rubber arm. But – um, you know, you do to stay in these games longer and go longer. You have to understand you can't strike everybody out. You've got to have some, some yeah, some soft yeah. Contact. You know, there's foul balls in there. There's you know, 
I mean, a strikeout is three pitches. Exactly. You know, you know and, and there there aren't immaculate innings very often, and unless you're facing the Rangers, I guess. But, <laughs> it's happened a couple times. So you're you're probably looking at five <clears throat> pitches. Yeah. You know, and and you know, fifteen's kind of the number you want to you want to be at. So if you can get your three outs and fifteen pitches, okay, that's good mm-hmm. because you're at 105 after seven. But uh, that's not how it works. So he, you know, they they need they all need to be more efficient. I mean, every, every every pitcher does. Even you know, Martin Perez last year had some times where, you know, they were just fouling balls off, fouling balls off. You, <clears throat> but the difference with a Heaney and a Degrom is they they can put you away. Yes. <clears throat> so they've uh, got to put out pitch. There's <clears throat> there's good <clears throat> there's good and bad in it, but right. Uh, and and you know, a lot of it the strikeouts or hitters are contributing to it because they're striking out more these days. But um, yeah, well, you know, go deeper into games. Well, okay, so here's my opinion of what I think. I know there, there's – look, Carlos Rodon has been signed now by the Yankees. Yeah. A lot of speculation on that. There's still some names out there. I just I just don't think – Chris Young kind of alluded to it yesterday. Maybe if something fell into their lap. But I think they're kind of going into spring training with what they got. Do you get that sense at the uh, rotation? Yeah, yes, yes and no. Um <clears throat> They're going to always just, improve. I just think that right now, you know, with Rodon off the board, the best is Eovaldi, and they're not in on Eovaldi. Uh, the the qualifying offer, I think, is a deterrent there, and um, then there's Michael Waka, uh, who who's had a has a relationship with with Mike Maddox, right? But you know, um, I I think at this point, if they could get a, a guy on a one year deal, they might do it. You know, there's there's flexibility with Odorizzi. He can he can. Be, you know, be the work bullpen. Out of the bullpen. He can be a swing guy. So um, I, I think that's kind of a possibility. Uh, but they also, you know, they like Glenn Otto and they like Dane Dunning too. And Dane and, Dunning uh, was your number three pitcher last year, yeah. and now you're I talking mean, th- things change. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and and he has that health thing he's got to overcome. But that with the hip. But um, they're not bad options. They're they're really not. Especially if you can put him down there in the fifth spot and and you know. That's pick, the spot you can choose, skip every once in a while. Pick and choose when you use them. And, <clears throat> um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be skipping a lot of guys this year just because of the innings. The, the, yeah, they don't want to put three hundred innings and two hundred innings on those um, top guys. Yeah, but it's it's I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all if they signed another pitcher who people have heard of and who contributes significantly in the rotation. But you know, they they need, do need to kind of get some other things shored up before it's too Absolutely. late. They've got some bullpen issues to address. Yeah, they're still looking for the bat. Yeah. Um. I look with, with what's out there. Uh. Let's be honest. The, what's the biggest name out there right now is 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 well Swanson who hasn't signed yet, but that, he's not coming here. No. Uh, no. As far as outfield goes, I guess if they wanted to go with a DH type bat, I mean you're you still got Nelson Cruz and JD Martinez. I don't right. know that that's anything they're willing. To, I, I think they're think wanting so. to stay younger. I think DH is is changing. You don't have a full time DH anymore. You gotta you gotta rotate guys into that. Right. Uh, uh, Garver is a great DH, but he wants to catch more. Well, and I, <laughs> I, there's no problem with him catching. I mean, right, he's I, a good catcher. Yeah, he, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, um, you know, there are guys who are better when they play defense. Sure. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I I would I would think you know Michael Conforto's probably a two year deal. I think is what Scott Boris said. Uh, you know, of course, there's Joey Gallo, who we're we're both on board with. Absolutely, you know, one one and ten, you know, and you know, just because you sign a guy doesn't mean you have to play him every day. No, so, you, don't. you know, I, not I, at that price either, yeah, especially. And, and you can pick and choose and put him in positions to succeed. But uh, you know, I I think that um, 
those are the two bigger names and and yeah i would i would think that the rangers would wouldn't want to skimp you know and no but you got to you know whatever the whatever is on the market is kind of what you're stuck with and there Absolutely. there is the trade possibility out there but i, I don't I don't I think don't, Reynolds is coming. But you know, I, I mean, I don't even know how to forecast trades. You know, I'm yeah. sure they have guys who have targeted and who you know they've heard scouts from other teams talking to Ranger scouts about, oh, this guy's unhappy, da da da, or what, whatever. Absolutely. Or, you know, we got to trade this guy because we're not going to be able to afford him in three years. Stuff like that. Right. Who, who it probably isn't on anybody's radar, but um, well, it it will happen. They will. They will eventually sign it another another yeah. bat's coming yeah um a, a couple of names on the trade market which have popped up obviously reynolds everyone's talking about reynolds because he's apparently let pittsburgh know he's unhappy verdugo was a name that popped up again from boston might be a little more affordable as far as what you'd have to give up for him um who are fine both both of those guys are fine i tell you for for reynolds who i like but he is not a superstar player enough for what i think they they are going to want and rightly so want for him yeah uh, he, he's he's an all-star he's he, you know he's had some if you look at his numbers they're 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 pretty good you know and, and you know you got to think boy playing on a crappy team for the last couple of years does that wear on a guy mentally and sure and i'm sure it does but um i don't know yeah i i, I when you when you think of like who are the best outfielders in baseball right yeah i don't know that he's maybe he's in your top 10 Top ten, sure, but, absolutely, but, but he's like, not. You're, you're looking like a top trout, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Judge, Aaron, Aaron, oh, yeah, yeah. They're great. Mookie Betts, hey, yeah, okay. Ooh, Brian Reynolds, mm, all right. Okay. But anyway, exactly. Uh, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So I- exactly there. So I don't know yet where the bats. They're obviously not done. They're going to do something. Uh, Chris Young said that yesterday. They're yeah. they're focused on more. They're so close to an A in my grade book. It's uh-huh. just one move away for getting an actual A in the grade book. But what we wanted to do with this episode, guys, is um, we it, look. It's we're getting close to the holidays here. Uh, Christmas is next week. People are starting to travel around, and we 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 figure we wouldn't even try to get a guest. Let's do. Yeah. Let's yeah. do. Let's have a year review and have fun. And we got to think about. Let's talk about what happened this year. This podcast went a long way. Rangers today <laughs> went right. a long way. Yeah. First first guest we had in 2022 was Jack Leiter. Yeah, it's still our our <clears> most uh, <throat> listened to episode. Exactly. Yeah. And yep. uh, we had him on Zoom call. That was back before we had the studio. Uh, during this last year, we opened up this, which has yeah. been with Roxo Media. This has been fantastic. Yeah, we, we didn't open anything, John. We we just kind of yeah, you know, mo- yeah. moved into here, you know, with Roxo yeah. uh, Media House and those guys helping out with Frogs Today. And uh, and, and then, you know, they kind of I was kind of a package deal. I could cover TCU and do the Rangers. So, um I Me too. Re- yeah, yeah, I was exactly. the package that came with you. <laughs> well, Here. John, I mean, you started this whole thing in, in August of uh, 21. I mean, I give you all the credit in the world for that. I didn't do shit. I just kind of showed up. But you're the one who had all the equipment and everything. So <laughs> I had the desire to do it and had for a long time, even at the other place, although they kept saying it couldn't be done, which is why they don't even cover the Rangers anymore. Sure. They're, yep. they're just not capable of uh, doing anything. If y'all very, don't know that, good. guys, uh, that's yeah, how this yeah, thing. Yeah, don't subscribe. Don't, don't subscribe to the Star Telegram. No, no. I mean, you if, you're, to... if you're looking for Rangers coverage at the Star Telegram, uh, you're not going to get it. And you know we we are Tarrant County based. Yep. And uh, I know we don't show up on your 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 uh, front porch every day, but what shows up from the Star Telegram is garbage anyway. So, yeah. um, and we, we're we're cheaper. Absolutely. So, 
we can we can't get we can't get to your doorstep every day or wherever wherever your newspaper ends up. Ours used to end up in the grass a lot. Yeah, and it was so light because <clears throat> yep. there was nothing in it that the, if it was windy, it would end up in the middle of the street. I'm not kidding you. Um, anyway, we can get you. We can get to your inbox, so you can just. That's the way everyone's reading them yeah. today. Anyway, yeah. and, and and this is not a joke, guys. So look, I write some stuff <laughs> and help out, but my. Uh, not much at all. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll have stories and whether he uses it or not, but this professional writer here, it comes every day. Every morning I have a cup of coffee. I read what comes in my inbox from that. It's, it's great. It's where I get my Rangers news every morning when I come. It's fantastic to do. Well, this, this was great for me when I moved to here. I remember walking up to Jeff after he had started the new deal. And, and you know, it just all kind of started by the dugout. And I, I kind of brought yeah. it up. And because I was looking to get you to come on the old podcast, and then I kind of thought I've always wanted a co-host, <laughs> and so if you want to know the story, and so we we just kind of talked about it. Then the next time we were there, we really started getting into the conversation, yeah, and yeah. I said, "Well, you know what? I had some deals I needed to work out. We yeah. got that cleared up with John and Rich, and all of that." And then I said, "Let's do it." I can't remember. I came back. It was right after my son had gone through all of that. Oh, stuff. that's right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and we came back, and here we are. Best move I ever made. This has been great. Well, good, yeah, and and you know we keep we keep getting really good guests, and um, Jack Leiter obviously started it last year. Uh, uh, I talked to him this week or exchanged some texts. He was finishing up his finals at Vanderbilt, so maybe we can get him to start next year again. Maybe yep. we make it a tradition, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But the point is, you know, we the, the show's been great because we get a lot of guests, and they have they seem to have a good time. The and, Rangers. Big thanks. They have been really good. Yeah, yeah. But we we learn a lot about players, minor leaguers. You know, we had Jonathan Ornelas on, yep. and and you know, lo and behold, now he's on the forty man. So, yep. um, it's it's good. It's good. Good stuff. I think on this show, but and we try to be somewhat timely with our news and and right. So you know, you know, when when you kind of look at, at last year, hired, he comes on the show. Yeah, our, our first guest in studio was John Daniels. Right. Uh, right before that, we had Chris Woodward, who was in Toronto for the season opener, and. So, um, they're not with the team anymore, you know, and, right. and, uh, after, after Chris and John both were fired, we had Tony Beasley on, yep. you know, right, right away. They were in Minnesota. Right. Uh, so we talked to him and his, his head was still spinning a little bit, I mm-hmm. think. And then JD's replacement came yeah, on. Yeah. We've had Chris Young on, uh, they hired Bochi. Bruce Bochy has been on. Uh, Jacob Degrom has been on. Andrew Haney will uh, come on. We'll Andrew get Haney, we'll get, we'll try to get him. I think he'd be amenable to it. But um, yeah, so so like I said, kind of uh, this is this has been a year of change, and um, so so out with John Daniels, who'd been around since two thousand. Well, I mean, he'd been the GM since two thousand five, but uh, he had worked in the organization prior to that. Um, you know, Chris Woodward, I know I still don't think ever got a fair shot. No. Nope. But uh I, I think that, that enough wasn't happening on the field uh to you know, this team probably should have won more than sixty eight games. You know, you sure. can talk about the, the the one the one run loss record. Oh, yeah. Um they're probably you know, and, and the Pythagorean stuff and all that garbage, you know, they were a better team than sixty eight wins. But um no no now though they've they've really stepped on the gas and with, with with, they're done what they said with Degrom, but the the manager, Mike Maddox, the pitching coach, uh, Andrew Heaney back here, uh, you know they find they they worked it out with Martin. I know he he took the qualifying offer, but right. it would have been it would have been uh, baseball malpractice had they not re-signed him. So mm-hmm. you know it and Chris said this yesterday. You know when, when he thinks that 
every night the Rangers are going to have a chance to win because of the, the rotation. And if you if you look at the rotation this year compared to 2021 and and and, and 2022 or for yeah, the rotation Head, for twenty three. Yeah, heading into the last two seasons, it's just mind boggling how much it, better it is. Crazy. So, uh, you know that, and that that's that's part of it. You win with pitching. So, um, but yeah, so we had we had these changes, and and outside of Doug Mathis, who's the former pitching coach who 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 uh, lost lost his job, we had all the all the guys right on the show. So uh, we've pulled a little some some stuff, and and then. Uh, kind of look back at, at the year and changes, and then also, but one one other big change, uh, Nate Lowe. Yes, uh, you know how he how he developed into a Silver Slugger winner. Yep. And uh, so we had we had Nate on too. That was a, that was a that was a head, that was a tough one because of the the, the we had some Wi Fi issues. Oh and God, he was yeah. was he in Seattle? I think Seattle, he was in yeah, Seattle not, when we had him on. When they're in Seattle, <clears throat> we're not having anybody in Seattle on the show. So anyway, yes, uh, here's some clips. Uh, it's good stuff, you know, and and and. Hey, before we do stuff. it, guys, thank thank you. Yeah, seriously, the, you guys have been amazing with what y'all have done with the show and and everything. It's been fantastic. Um, the 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 viewership's gone up, the subscriptions have gone up, yeah. everything's gone up. That means that you enjoy what we're doing. I tell you this. Look, there's a lot of people that cover the Rangers, and, and we know them, yeah, and, and they're great. But I promise you, you guys reach out to us personally, and and. It's very rare we're not answering a question personally to you. Yeah. Uh, and, and I welcome it. Me especially. Jeff's got a lot more followers, and he's he's so much busier. But if you have a question, even for Jeff, you can ask me. I can ask Jeff. He'll answer my text. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like it. <laughs> or right, I'll show right. up at his doorstep. Anyway. Right. Let's go to the clips. Let's go to the clips. And then we'll come back and talk about the farm system. We need to go to the yeah. bus leagues. Absolutely. Right. Enjoy it, guys. All right. So everybody's zero and zero. Um Everyone, you know, hope spring is eternal, I guess. Um, you guys are going to be better. How, how much better? That's up to us. Honestly, I, I don't like to look at projections. I, I, I do. Um, I do look at them just so I like to use that as a little bit of, uh, you know, hey, this is what they're expecting us to do. This is what they're expecting you to do. Um, guys blow out projections. You know, they blow through those all the time in the game. Um, you know, look at the Giants last year. They weren't supposed to win 107 games. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not going to be cliche and say, why not us? Um, but I will say that to our guys and be like, well, why can't you outperform your projections individually? Why can't you do that as a ball club? But it, it, it takes, there's a lot of dedication. There's a lot of sacrifice that goes into that. We can't just say it. You know, I've been saying we're going to win for ever since we, we signed, you know, Marcus and Corey. But we got to go out and do it. We got to go out and, and, and live it and breathe it and, and believe in it. Um, but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Um, you know, there's so many finer details that, that our players have bought into, but it's maintaining that throughout the 162 games and honestly building on that at, at each day that goes by um, is going to be what we need to do. How do you think things are now going forward? Is it is it business as usual? Yeah, that's 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 how I felt yesterday. I mean, the first three days was a whirlwind of events and uh, just a lot, you know. And uh, I think for all parties involved, uh, you know, everyone was kind of dazed and somewhat confused, and, and you know, just trying to sort things out and, and, and kind of get through those days. And, uh, so yesterday it was the first day that I really felt like myself again. I, like I said yesterday, I could smile again and, yeah. and feel like my smile was real and authentic. And uh, that's what my players need. They need me to be me. And, uh, you know, that's what they've loved about me. And that's what they've embraced about me. Uh, 
And so, you know, I've got to continue to be true to who I am. And uh, yesterday I felt like that's who I was. I was able to feel, I felt like I could contribute to the energy and, and to the purpose of the day. And uh, so it was a good day yesterday. We started by celebrating Martin Perez's 10 years. And, and we did that as a team. And uh, so we started on a high and we finished on a high. Right. Yeah. So um, it's been a couple weeks since uh, uh, the moves. Um, are you are you feeling that you are in uh, uh, a good place? Are you are you uh, all, all the shock and awe is over with? Yeah, I mean, I think more or less, yes. I think just making sure that um, as an organization, we've obviously uh, undergone a lot of change over the last couple of weeks and making sure that we've uh, tried to create some stability, make sure everybody knows um, that things are still looking up, the arrows pointed up. Uh, we have a lot of great things happening. We just need to focus on doing our jobs, finish, finishing the season strong, both at the uh, major league level and through the player development system, and uh, keep focusing on what we need to do to, um, day in, day out to, to really make our organization uh, a step closer to being a championship team. So, um, you know, I think that it's required some time, some effort, a lot of conversations, but we have great people here. Um, it's one of the great things about this place. And, um, you know, and it, I'm happy to do it. It's uh, and it's part of the job. So I'm, it's been a good couple weeks, been able to connect with a lot of people and um, we're in a good spot. Um, look, I, we, we talked a little bit about it the other night, but um, not everybody has clubhouse access. So talk about your season. And, and now that it's over, what what are your thoughts on what you uh, accomplished? Man, uh, great season, man. Uh, I think uh, everything that I just, you know, have on my mind early in the year, I just done during the season. So, um, you know, I'm really happy to to talk to you guys about my season. And, and uh, I think, uh, you know, I put everything together and, and you know, Trying to do, not trying to do too much during the game or at the field. Just trying to enjoy my days and trying to, you know, not trying, but always talking to the uh, younger guy to how is the process and what they need to do to, you know, to be better. And, and not just as a pitcher, but I think as a person, it's, uh, it's important too. It was an amazing season and I'm, you know, I'm glad to, you know, be a, uh, have the opportunity again with the Rangers and have the season that I that I done. I was that was that was really good. Cool. Well, and, and you mentioned, I mean, Chris Chris Young came to your house for seven hours. <laughs> what 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 was it that he said? And, and was it a, like a, a good back and forth? Did you guys order out? What you know? What I mean, <laughs> drink a couple beers? I mean, it seems like geez, seven hours a long time. Yeah, yeah, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, uh, my wife actually, uh, you know, made lunch and, uh, and, 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 you know, the snacks and everything. So she, she kept us fed. So we, we never left the house. It was all baseball, uh, talking about, uh, you know, the Rangers, uh, you know, his, uh, vision. And yeah, it probably wasn't, you know, just what he said. And that was important, obviously, but you could just feel, as I said, I mean, uh, the, the passion he had and that commitment to, uh, you know, getting this turned around. Uh, I mean, he grew up here, so, you know, he's, 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 he wants to bring that pride back to Ranger baseball. And, uh, and the more I listened, the more I, I got excited. And, uh, uh, and, it, you know, we talked for what, seven hours, whatever, uh, whatever. It's, it seemed like an hour though. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't stop. And, uh, and we covered uh, so many different things. And of course, he, you know, 
it was important for him to, to, to get my appetite on doing this. And, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully he got that. He felt that, uh, in the conversation. Then, uh, the process continued. Mr. Davis came out and, uh, uh, so, and, uh, and some of his staff. And, and so it, it, it was really easy. It did, you know, the conversation was easy. The uh, decision was easy. And, and not just for me, but for my wife. I think that's something that Chris Young and Bruce Bochy want to change where, Rangers pitchers, maybe go an extra inning. Maybe I don't want to say you push them, but it seems like that is a something that's that's going away from the game that that Chris and you and Bruce believe in mm-hmm. getting guys into the sixth, oh, yeah. seventh inning. You got to set the bar high, man. You know, uh, if you want to get wins, and I think wins are important. <laughs> Some people say they don't matter. Nah. I, I nah. say, well, really, <clears throat> okay. So if we end the season. Um, 60 and 102, well, I guess I didn't think wins mattered. Oh, no, they matter. Yeah. They matter. And as a starting pitcher, wins matter. And sometimes, uh, you know, especially uh, at home, you go out there and you throw five innings where the other team gets six at-bats. Or you get, you know, they get they get five at-bats to year four. If you throw six innings, they got six at-bats to year five. Yeah. So if you want to get the win, sometimes it takes seven at-bats for your team to get the win. So if I got to go an extra inning to get a win or two extra innings to get a win, a lot of times that's where you get your wins is in the seventh and eighth inning. Yeah. So if you want to get the win, you better hang out, man. And that whole quality start thing, six innings, three runs. Last time I checked it out, that was a four-and-a-half ERA. Well, I think good games are thrown in the seventh inning, eighth inning, and ninth inning. That's where we got to push them to. What what was it? What was it that sold you on the Texas Rangers? Yeah, you know, I, like I said, I think it's it's yeah, whenever you hear that teams are calling, you know, Texas was one that I heard that we were going to have a Zoom call with and and go through the meeting process with, and you know, I was excited, and you're excited to see what what teams have to say, and you know, talking to CY and Boach was on the call, um, just hearing those guys' vision, um, you know, Boach has won three World Series, so. Uh, he knows what it takes to get there and, and the vision of this team and where the, where we want to be um, lined up with, you know, what I want to do. Um, I want to win baseball games and ultimately win a World Series. And that that's where, you know, the, the goal is. And, and to do that for a number of years, you know, that was the vision of of what 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 they're trying to do here. And I felt like um, that lined up with what me and my family um, wanted to do and, and ultimately made the decision to, to sign with the Texas Rangers and, and, and thrilled about it. Uh, I unfortunately I've had a pretty close close view and John too of the last two seasons and they they haven't they haven't been great on the field uh, but you could see you could see the progress without a doubt. So as you did your research, you see the progress. I'm assuming otherwise you wouldn't you wouldn't be here. Yeah, definitely. You know, you see the the signings of, of uh, Corey and, and Marcus and those guys are are you know some of the best players in baseball and then. Um, you know, that continuing to add throughout this offseason and, and, you know, saying that they wanted me, you know, the, the Texas Rangers came after me and, and really wanted me here. And, um, you know, I felt like this was a place that I can help and you want to go out there every fifth day and, and, and put us in a position to win a baseball game, you know, um, and, any, and anything can happen in this sport. So, um, you know, we're excited, you know, all this is exciting, but, you know, the real excitement is when we step between those lines and leave it all out on the field. 
Well, there you go, guys. We hope you enjoyed that. It's obviously been a great year, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And that stuff that's happening. We did want, we're going to end this. We are going to go down in the bus leagues. We're always going to go down in the bus leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've even talked maybe metamorphosing this into a, a minor league show one day. Hey, hey, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. But uh, I, I think all in all, when you look at the minor league system, it was a great success. Yeah. I mean, every team but one had a winning record. Sure. Look at these guys. Yeah, they Frisco. Were all smiling and having fun because they won the Texas league. league. Yeah, you know the the one team was uh, that didn't finish above five hundred was down east, and uh, they were one game under, and their season finale got rained out. So, um, and then you know that 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 team at that level with all the change and all the young yes. guys, you know, yeah. the struggles that these guys are going to have. Um, five hundred. It, it's great. still a good season. Yeah, you know? I mean <laughs> they were still a, a pretty good team. They have some really good pitching. So, anyway, yeah. You know, the, the big league team isn't winning, but there is a belief that you learn how to win in the minor leagues. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you, you find the you find the extra juice, you know, to, to, to get through a game, whether it's adrenaline or, or, or just knowing, re- recalling how you got out of a situation earlier in the year. And, right. And, uh, you know, lear- but learning how to win. And, um, that's, that's, it's a real thing. And, and so I think that it's a significant, I know the Rangers think it's a significant deal with all the, all the success they had. Right. Um, you know, and, and you kind of look, you kind of, you know, overall, you know, a lot of development took place. I know some people weren't thrilled with, um, Jack Leiter, you know, his final numbers, but I think the, the Rangers, uh, this is, you know, he got challenged and he's such a cerebral heady guy, um, that, that they think that this is going to benefit him I mean, absolutely ross, ross fenstermaker sat in this chair and, and <clears throat> yes and said as much so uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see what he does next year and how how these things translate but he's still a top pitching prospect i mean i said you know to there's ju- no way to, to judge him just on this year again you know the the most challenged he's ever been on a mound as far as the quality of hitters he's facing um, and, and, you know, and when you look at the league ERA in the Texas league, he was right around it. Um, he, he struck a lot of guys out. Yes. I think he learned that, you know, these, these hitters are, are, you have to pitch in the strike zone. You have to, you have to be good in the strike zone. And I think that, uh, he's going to put, put all the pieces together. So we'll, we'll see what happens with him in 2023, but you know, you got this guy. <clears throat> it's been a couple of weeks since we had his photo. So I figured, you know, people were missing him, but my Ev- number one prospect, Evan Carter, who, you know, at basically it was his age 19 season. I know he turned 20 in, in August, but um, what a year he had. He, he kind of showed everything that the Rangers thought they had when they drafted him. And, uh, you know, we, we had when people Jim, were rubbing uh, their heads and going, who, who is this guy? Yeah, we had Jim Callis on and uh, Jim, Jim will be in the clips here in a minute. But, yeah, you know, he he just praised the, the top of the Ranger system as, as the best in baseball. And, right. Uh, Maybe, you know, we'll see what happens. They all have to get there and do something first, and they're not all going to pan out. I know, right. I know, and they're not all going to pan out for the Rangers. So there, there's going to be trades. There's going to be things that happen that Absolutely. that it, it just isn't going to work out, but at least with the Rangers. But the farm system right now is, you know, this is my this will be my 15th year covering the team, something like that. This is the best the farm system has been, in my opinion. It, the, the strength all the way through it. And, and so so when you're doing a year in review like we're doing, then you're forecasting into 2023. Yeah. You've got to be happy with what you're looking at in 2023. you got to look at the rotation that's going to be at the upper level. 
yeah. of this system. AAA and AA is where every team dips in to bring up a spot starter yeah. to do whatever or a position player. Sure. Um, in case of an injury, they always dip into AA, AAA. They're never going to go down to low A. Or, or, but look at what's going to be going on in AA and AAA, not only lineup-wise, but in the rotation. Yeah. This is – you're going to see a great starting rotation – if lighter goes to AAA, you're still going to have a wonderful rotation in double. Sure, and then we haven't even mentioned, you know, where's Kumar Rocker? Going Absolutely, to start? where so. is he? He's older than lighter, <laughs> right? You know, and and what he he went into the uh, Arizona Fall League, or yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, Arizona Fall League, had some success there, getting used to it again. If look, if you want to look at one pitcher and say, oh, he had a down year or whatever, I think you're more concerned about maybe when, yeah, than you are lighter. Lighter. It's a first. It's it's absolute first time in pro ball. Period. Um, you know, yeah. Wynn had been successful all the way up, and sure. I think for Wynn, it just got away from him this year. He still finished with his innings. He he didn't yeah. skip many starts yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, he when, <clears throat> when the season started, Cole Wynn was the fourth youngest player in the Pacific Coast League. Right. right? You know, you can look at how teams structure their AAA clubs. A lot of lot of veteran players. Right. A lot of a uh, lot of. Uh, Guys who signed minor league deals were invited to NRIs, you know, non-roster invites. Right. Didn't make the team. Knew they weren't going to make the team, but they're around to, A, fill out the roster while prospects develop below them. But, B, if they're needed, they get called up. And, you know, Matt Moore right. was that guy. Right. You know, and, and he ended up coming up and having a great season. But it's guys like that. Carpenter, who ended up going to the sure. Yankees. So I mean, you know, Cole, Cole Wynn, who is twenty two, is facing guys who, in some cases, are twenty nine and thirty. Yep. And and you know, he he also got hit in the ankle. He had a great start. He had a really good start to the season. Got smoked by a line drive in in, uh, in Salt Lake. Didn't miss a start, but it bothered him throughout the year. He you know, there were a couple of things that happened uh, uh, off the off the field that that took his distract uh, you know distracted him a little bit. But he still made his starts. He set he set the uh, uh, Round Rock record for strikeouts. You know, he he. So there's good in there. Yep. But um, I, I think that, like Lighter, he's going to learn from it. But he's on the forty man now. Yeah. You know, um, I, you know, depending on what happens with the Rangers rotation and pitching staff, I mean, it's possible that Glenn Otto, for instance, is a re, is a reliever on the big league team. Sure. So he, that he just can, has Cole win one step if, closer. If he starts out the way he started last year before he got injured and he keeps doing like that, he might be a, one of the first names called. Sure. Because they're not going to waste sure. – uh, they're not going to dip down the lighter who's not on the 40 yet because they don't need to be. Yes. But it, look, let me tell you something. If if you are the best pitcher in AAA and you're not on the 40-man roster, Bruce Bochy wants the best players up yeah. in his rotation, especially if you're trying to compete um, <clears throat> in doing that. So, um, But, you know – I've said this all along. I say it in my business life. I say it to my children. A lot of young kids don't hear this enough. The way you learn in this world is to fail. Yeah. It is one the of the best lessons in life is to fail at things. And when you fail, you it, good people learn from failure and turn that into positive. And both of those guys had some failures last year. Yeah. But man, I, for one, win was my bigger concern, but I'm hearing about the injury um, and that. I forgot about that. On on lighter, I never gave it a second thought. He was missing strike zone. He was getting flustered a little bit. It was probably squeezed. He went the whole season, skipped a start or two, yeah. and that was it. He finished. He was still throwing in the mid to upper 90s. Right. He was striking people out. He just got thrown into the fire and realized that people – I'm, I'm you always brought up that thing that would always amaze me. The guy that was the number three at Mississippi State in the lineup 
was hitting eighth for Corpus Christi. Right. He used to only have to worry about getting those first three or four guys out. Now he's having to go eight deep into a yeah. lineup. Yeah. That's an adjustment. Sure. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I. So I, I just think that that you know the the way the pitching is going to be, there will be a couple veteran guys sign nine non roster invites so that they don't have to speed anybody along. But like you said, the AAA rotation is going to be loaded. The AA rotation, there might be guys, you know, it's not inconceivable that Jack Leiter starts at, at Frisco and, sure. and, you know, just to get off to a good start. Uh, but like Owen White will probably be back there. I know we haven't even mentioned Cole Reagans. He was the pitcher of the year. He's he's probably going to be at AAA. Um, so just, you know, you got to have a lot of arms. Absolutely. And, and, and as Chris Young says, the floor of the farm of the farm system has been raised you right know? so there and 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 that then raises the floor of of the big league club so um there are names that yeah. are buried on this system ryan garcia who was in pac 12 pitcher of the year yeah who dealt with injury he hasn't been above low a but he enjoyed we had him on yeah no he finished a double a but yeah all right not double a but uh high a high a but yeah. but he barely barely at the end of the year he didn't care he just wanted to get some pitching under him because yeah. of the injuries. But that was a guy that was amazing for UCLA and, and even into uh, playoff. I mean, he, he was their Friday night pitcher in college. Right. That guy, no one talks about Ryan Garcia. I was a big fan of Ryan Garcia. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that is a under-the-radar guy that watched this year. Mitch Bratt, another guy that we, we've had sure. on that, that's, that everyone's talking about when, White. They're talking about Leiter, Rocker, uh, Porter now that he's been yeah. signed. I mean, you got guys deep down in the – Zach Kent is another one. I mean, yeah, I, I, Zach Kent. Could, we, could, we could waste 30 minutes talking about arms that are hidden all over. Yeah, Kendrick. Mean, and Zach, <clears throat> Zach Kent's now on the 40-man. So Absolutely. Uh, they knew – they had a feeling he would go. And poor Englert – I mean, not poor Englert. It's good for Mason. Good for him. Good for Mason, for but it, poor Rangers. I mean, I, I think yeah. they thought maybe he was but the one. They can they can absorb the hit because, because of what right. we just talked about. But – so anyway, yeah, and then you know, real quick on the position players: Acuna, Foscue, Carter, <laughs> Dustin Harris. Uh, I'm sure I'm leaving a ton of guys out, but um, there's there's a lot there too. The and, un, the and, unknowns: Blaine Krim that no one talks about, sure, but who who sure. who can Sam, hit the ball. I mean, you know, Sam Huff's technically not a rookie anymore, but right, um, he's been up and down, and you know, still probably in the Rangers' mind is considered a prospect. So there's a lot there's a lot there. Um, and I, again, some, some of it may end up in the big leagues at the Rangers. Some of it, you know, may may end up going somewhere for a trade. But right, that's just you know, you have two currencies in baseball: money and prospects. Absolutely, and the Rangers have a lot of both. So uh, anyway, yeah. So we're gonna, you know, we came up with a couple good good little clips here of some minor leaguers. Jim Callis, yep. you know, he's so insightful. Ross. Uh, Kip Fag on the draft, a lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love. So, yeah, Kip was uh, one of my favorite too because that was one I'm of my favorite episodes. I'm, I'm a nerd, a scout nerd. You know, I'd love to. That, that's my uh, my bucket list to be a scout. That would be a fun scout thing, and I loved talking to Kip. He was yeah. fun. All right, so anyway, <laughs> guys, round, thank you. Round round two of the clips, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be right back after that to kind of wrap things up. Okay, I, I've I've talked to you about this. You guys don't set out every day to go 122 or whatever. You just want to play winning brand of baseball so what is that to you that's a great question um i think it's a couple things i think dominating the fundamentals are really important for us in terms of like what is most successful for big leaguers to do i think you have to play a a quality brand of baseball in order to be a winning team Um, i think wins are a byproduct in the minor leagues and the major leagues our wins are a byproduct of talented players playing fundamentally sound baseball 
So quality baseball. So really, that, that's what we look for. Um, I think, you know, we've talked about this a little bit. We were one of the youngest per level teams at every affiliate this year. Um, and all but one had a winning record. Um, and when we look at it, you know, as we discussed, we, we don't set out to necessarily win. But we had, like Frisco and others, we had quality baseball players, talented baseball players that, that played a fundamentally sound brand of baseball. And we ended up winning more than we lost and ultimately winning championship in Frisco. Uh, I, I guess uh, you know Josh Young will be graduating from prospect status at some point next year, but you guys have him ranked uh, currently as your number one Rangers prospect. Who 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 in the who in that ranking though do you think is a has a chance to make a big jump? Yeah, I mean, you mean just on our overall list or or the top the top thirty? Yeah, Rangers. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the, the top of the list is tough. I mean, I, I do think they probably have the strongest top 10 from 1 to 10 of anybody in baseball right now. You know, with, with Josh Young, Jack Leiter, Evan Carter, Owen White, Justin Foscue, Brock Porter, Luis Angel Acuna, Kumar Rocker, Dustin Harris, Cole Wynn, and that doesn't even count Josh Smith and Ezekiel Duran, who, who have graduated this year but aren't right. really full-fledged established big leaguers right now. You know, I, I could see... I, I know they really like Takoa Roby. I think Takoa Roby's a guy who can make a jump next season. He's a right-handed pitcher who, who's just got really good pitch characteristics and a lot of savvy on the mound. Mm-hmm. I think Mitch Bratt is a young lefty in their system sure. who can make a jump next year. He's kind of interesting. I know, I know one guy that they're really interested to see. You know, next year I think he'll be 100. But Dane Acker was really opening eyes before he had Tommy John surgery last year. He's gone come back and gotten on the mound this year. But I think it'll they'll kind of like he'll be he's full go. But you know, I mean, they'll 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 turn him loose next year. Right. Like, there won't be restrictions. He'll have the Tommy John further behind him. And and I feel like Dane Acker's a guy who could who, who could make a jump. It's like you don't get chances to get these kind of arms. I mean, I mean, I I mean, I didn't have any idea or any thought that we were going to be a player in this. And one of the things, obviously, you pick three and you don't pick till you know the fourth round, pick one hundred nine. And there's certain players that we team we deem as like tweeners, and he being like a high on that board. And, and when we had the opportunity to to select him, it was like I had it was almost like you know in La La Land because you didn't think there's any chance of that going in. Yeah, I mean, you guys got two the arguably the two best pitchers in the draft. I mean, that's and and to do Not much to, argument though. to, I think to do did. it to do it. Yeah, I mean, the way you, you know, guys did it. I mean, they're still amateurs, and they yeah. have neither of them have thrown a pro pitch. So, right. you know, we feel like that. Uh, you know, once we, you know, obviously taking them and, and bring them to be Rangers, we think that too. But I mean, there's there's development left for both of them, uh, mm-hmm. but we think that the makings of like two like monsters, so to speak. Sure. Uh, look, you know, when John mentioned it right off the top, Baseball America has you as the Rangers' top prospect. Uh, if you hear, when you hear someone like that. What, what goes through your mind? Um, man, honestly, I, I try not to. I try not to put too much uh, focus on that or pay too much attention to it. I mean, that's just somebody else's opinion of me. It's not my opinion of me. So, honestly, for me, I try not to give it too much merit or too much value. Just kind of keep trying to do it, do what I'm doing, and worry about where I'm at right now. Um, what did you think of Jack's season? I mean, you just said what you just said challenge wasn't necessarily performance based yeah i think i think in jack's season had some positives and it had some growing opportunities as well i think he would be the first to say 
he underperformed his expectations and he learned a lot throughout the course of the season. The things that we challenged him on, um, I think he did a good job in, in terms of understanding his strengths better, where his fastball plays in the strike zone. Um, it can play in all areas of the strike zone, but where it most effectively plays in the strike zone and enhancing the slider, the development of the slider was a big positive for us this year because we see those two pitches as the key to his success moving forward. Um, I think the areas in which Jack was disappointed or would like to improve upon are probably commanding the baseball um, and, and ultimately control as well. Mm. You know, command is a more refined version of control, but I think he'd like to get ahead, stay ahead, and finish a lot better. Um, in order to finish, you need to get ahead, strike one. Um, and I think that's an area of opportunity for him as he you know, moves into the offseason. And a huge positive on the season as well for Jack is he, he stayed healthy. You know, yeah. We missed a... We shut him down for arm fatigue at one point just to kind of monitor his workload and make sure that we weren't pushing him too hard coming off the, the college season. And He dealt with a little thing in his foot, too, that was very minor. Um, but at the end of the year, he, he posted he was healthy, um, and I think he had a lot to take away from the season. So uh, I, I'm going to him as a vegetable. I think you want to let Cody know okay, that if he got to the big leagues this next season, would his manager already be in place? Yes. So what just broke? You're going to hear this for the first time, buddy. Yeah. Bruce Bochy is the new Rangers manager. A former catcher. Is he? Yeah. He is. He was, I just saw it come across my thing. I saw why you looked at your phone. Yeah. You heard it here. Now, this is already going to, everybody's going to know about this by the time it goes out. But Cody Freeman, you were with us when we found this out. And you now know your big league manager when you get there is going to be Bruce Bochy. Let's go. Let's go. I'm pumped up. <laughs> the grind, the grind's part of it. I mean, that's the... That's what you got to learn how to fight for. Man. Good yeah, that's the, that's the fun part of it, too, you know? How am I going to, you know, my body hurts. How am I going to get through the day or my swings off? How am I going to find a way to get a hit today and stuff like that? So that's, gotta, that's I, the part. I got to tell you, makes it- you're, you're, I think you're the first person who's ever said that's fun. So, <laughs> hey, that, <laughs> that's, that's a big, that's a big, uh, that's a big feather in your cap, buddy. So, all right. So you're going to be 24. Um, you're you're at AAA. You're you're right on. You're knocking on the door here. Can you can you sense that that the big leagues is in your near future, or are you just not? Are you just like, hey man, I got to be where I'm at. Oh yeah, man, be where I'm at. But but that's that's the ultimate goal. You know, that's everybody's goal in the minor leagues who's playing this game, grind each and every day. You know. But no, nah, man, it'd be a blessing, man. All the hard work, you know. Um, but it's all gonna work out, though. You know, you can't look too far. You look too far ahead, you know. You start going down, you know. So you gotta stay focused each and every day. What yeah. can I do to help the team win? What can I do to, you know, get myself better each and every day too? Okay, so that was the best of the minor league guys. A lot of yeah. good. Yeah. You know, if you look at our. I did a top 20, but if you just go to MLB Pipeline and look at the top 30 prospects for the Rangers, any of them that speak English, right. we're on. And it's not that we are – look, we've got Joel who speaks Spanish. Yeah. When we get him out to spring training, he'll be able to talk to some of those guys too. Right. And, and the reason we do that, they, they do speak some English guys, but you want them comfortable. Right. You want them to have fun and be comfortable, and, and Joel speaks Spanish, so that's going to be fun. But, you know, we had a lot of fun this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know you're uh, – your your big question is always you know the one that gets the the biggest laugh is uh, what's something nobody what's something knows nobody about you and of course you know we had Brock Burke on and he's he's <laughs> he, he's the he's the top of the charts on that one it's hard to beat sleepwalking and yeah um so but but you know 
some of them are just really interesting and some, you know, and, and, and fun. And, you know, we, we also had you know, like Martin Perez. It was one of our best, our better shows. He was, he was, he was pretty funny. Cracked us up a couple times. Right. And, you know, everybody knows about Michael Young and the clowns and, uh, he kind of added some clarity to it. I thought that was very important, but you know, and, and some of them are just interesting. Like Brock Porter's a great bowler. I mean, you know, yeah, and, and he bowls left-handed, right? You know, which is these guys are so talented. Yeah, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. And, so, and he did that because he didn't want to mess with his throwing arm. Yeah, hey, well, that's <laughs> that's fine. It's smart, but anyway, so yeah, so we, we we're pulling some more of those. You know, I know I know that I'm I'm the uh, stuffy. Uh, guy the straight man and john over here's the the punching bag but i think i think together we both have some fun with it so anyway yeah we don't want to just beat you down with the uh hard hard hitting baseball stuff we're gonna we're gonna go to some some clips here of some fun stuff and then also we're gonna we're gonna kind of look ahead i mean we're not gonna see you again until next year so uh you know 2023 the rangers said they're gonna contend right all right we'll we'll see you know they've they've got They've got to make up a lot of a lot of wins, right. a lot of wins. But uh, and these uh, fun clips here, yeah, are proof. And I've said this over and over that when people come on this show, we're going to get them back. They have fun. Yeah, they've yeah. always left this show thanking us and having a good time. I think when you go on any radio show, you don't know what to expect or anything. Yeah, when you're having to do an interview, they leave this show going. You can see the grin. Even Jacob Degrom is like, "God, I have to get back to you. I don't. You hit me on yeah. the spot, you know." Yeah. And he had a big grin on his face. That's what this next segment's about, getting these guys to open up a little bit and have some fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they aren't I, – I, you know, the, one of the things that I have a big problem with the analytics is that everybody thinks that these ball players are just robots yep. and live in the same vacuum and all this stuff. But they're not. I mean, they're, they have kids. They get sick. They have people they don't like at work. And right. There's a lot of stuff here. They're human beings. Absolutely. And, and yeah, sure, they have a glamorous job and – make more money than most of us and 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 all of that but i mean at the core you know they they put their pants on one leg at a time <laughs> as they say and 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 uh it's it's kind of it's kind of fun to see them kind of loosen up and, and talk about this stuff yep it is so, all right guys let's go down there and let's, let's do that but uh that's how we're gonna end the show so i mean next time we see you yeah it'll be the new year maybe jack Lider. i don't know i mean he'll come on at one some point, some point we've already yeah. talked to him he, he is going to come on but guys once again last thing before we say thank you so much for doing this what you've done for this team hit the subscribe button 60 dollars for the year yeah i mean it makes a great christmas gift absolutely uh, look, look on the website i'm gonna i'm gonna i have a graphic designer who uh, is my wife and she's gonna she's gonna make a little certificate so that you guys can if you want to stick something under the tree. Yep. You can just print it out and, and voila, there you go. And then hey, we got a tumbler and a mug now. That's uh, right. That, that's that's right. there. Uh, hit me up. I can send it to you. Look, it's it's small merch, guys. But that we're trying. We're gonna look into maybe getting some hats and things. But uh, you know that that's just it, it. It's maybe in the future here. Um, if you guys are up for it, let us know. We're, that's we're, right. We're, we're a fledgling startup company here. And, uh, <clears throat> exactly. We're having fun with it. So I mean, you know, yeah. it's not like it's not like we're having to pay the bills with this. But it, it no. is it is fun and and the more that subscribers and and to both Ranger Day and the YouTube channel, uh, the more we get to go out and do fun stuff like go to spring training and and. And, Absolutely, and maybe stay a day, an extra day, you know, or, or something. And you never know; you never know what's going to happen when you're at the ballpark in, in a given day. So, uh, yeah, like John said, thanks. Uh, uh, I don't want to steal his line, you know, because you can't do it, guys. We're heading into 2023, and in 2023, we will see you at the yard. 
mean, apparently it's pretty scary. So what is nah. something what is something that nobody knows about Blaine Krim? Um, I think the only reason it's appropriate is because I was so young. But when I was like when my mom was tossing me, when I was always carrying around that bat, and my mom was always throwing to me when I was younger, the only thing I would wear was socks. Like I was, <laughs> I was rare you know sometimes i'd have underwear on but like you were a naked yeah, batter <laughs> yeah i really don't like breath mints you know i mean i i despise having i'd rather have a piece of gum and when somebody offers me a breath mint i really feel like you have to be over 60 years old if you'd be offering <laughs> breath mints like if you're carrying around breath mints i mean i don't i don't know my grandmother my grandfather has them but i think if you carry around a breath mint you hand it to me i'm just gonna think you're just weird you hand me some gum you know yeah, I mean, no one knows this. When I was four or five years old, I was playing tag, and I was chasing after my neighbor. And you know, when you're playing tag, you throw the door closed behind you, so the next person has to open it, and it gives you a little more time. So I'm running, and I was the youngest one on the street. They throw the door closed behind them. I reach to to stop it, and my finger gets stuck in the door, and I chop my I chopped the end of my finger off when I was five, four or five years old. Holy mother! And oh my gosh! What was that? I said, holy mother. Oh, we're just going, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so that was a, that was an experience. I remember I remember it very clearly. Two things stand out. One's kind of bizarre slash embarrassing. The other one's just bizarre. But I have to wear, like, certain uh, underwear on flights. <laughs> yeah, certain underwear. <laughs> you heard I'm, it here. I've, flew, I've flown a bunch. So I'm here. Everything's good, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's working, so it's it's, it's <laughs> Okay, <failed>. good. <laughs> Something that nobody knows about me. Oh, easily. I would love to be a singer. Like, <laughs> I would love more than anything to be the lead singer of a band. Oh, my God. Clara just cackled hysterically in the background. That was funny. I would do anything to be a, like a singer in a lead band or like a stud movie actor. I would say a weird one that usually gets um, some people who are passionate about it pretty pretty angry with me is that I hate peanut butter and like as a what? as a minor, <laughs> as a minor league baseball player that seems to be like the go to snack of peanut butter and jelly and I've just always hated it. Really? Yeah, just the way it the way it looks, smells, <laughs> tastes, everything about it. I I don't like peanut butter. What about in a smoothie? No? You can taste it? Yeah, I can taste it. I can. And then people have said, have you tried almond butter? And I feel like I've tried all that, but maybe I have to give one of those another try. Maybe. I don't know. I can't say that I don't like clowns. That became a, a thing. Yeah, a that's back. a thing. That's <laughs> a thing. I guess I will say on this one, like, where it originated. Um, so, it's actually, it's a super real thing. I, and I'm not afraid of them. There's a big difference between not standing something and being afraid of them. I'm not afraid of them. Um, but it is real. Like I, I, I freaking hate them. So when I was a kid in my, in my grandfather's house, it was, I got pictures in my phone that maybe I can show you guys at one point. He well, actually it was my, my, my uncle's house. Sorry. I'll make this really quick. He had pictures of clowns all over the house. Right. So I got a picture of this thing right here, this thing right here. I got family photos. I got all kinds of crap in my house. It's clowns everywhere. I remember walking every freaking time, every holiday, every birthday, everything, every first communion, baptism, all this stuff. And I'm looking around, I'm like, what the hell kind of prison of terror am I in right now? It was, 
and they were like all kinds of clowns. It was ones, you know, that you can see like squirting a flower in the water, haha, the paint face, <laughs> the, all the stupid, and then some really creepy looking ones too. So that's kind of where it originated. Um, and it really, really kind of came full force when I went to the circus, like in high school. And I hadn't really thought about it much um, at that point. And then sure enough, I, I had this, I'm having a good time. And then all of a sudden it, the clowns came out and I'm like, these different things, dude. If I ever like get squared by one of these things, it is on. I don't trust them. I, 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 yeah, I think they're evil, dude. And um, the guy who like plays them, I don't just consider him to have like that's not your normal gig. I think you're doing stuff on the side. I think you're robbing cars. I think you're, you're selling meth. I think you're doing all kinds of weird stuff on the side to cover up for your clown gig. Yeah, there's there's document. I mean the. Most infamous clown of all time is John Wayne Gacy. I mean, oh. uh, he, uh, uh, you might be onto something, Mike. I tell you what, <laughs> you're, you might be right. Roxo Media House.